Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped. The scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Welcome to a special bonus episode of Above Deck. I'm Sarah Goldman, a photographer and former marine biologist living in Charleston, South Carolina. Together, Kelly and I hosted the Socks with Sandals radio show on WFAL in Bowling Green, Ohio. We are back together to discuss Below Deck and our love of all things Bravo. I'm Kelly Busby, an executive assistant and former radio host living in Columbus. Each week, Sarah and I recap an episode of Below Deck, share a few laughs with the captain and crew, and discuss what's new in the Below Deck universe. We had a real pinch me moment this week, didn't we, Kelly? So much. Such a pinch me moment. Yes. We talked to a true seaman. Yes. A king of witty sayings. Yes. A wise man who once said, don't let your mouth write a check that your ass can't cash. (laughs) And the more bread you have, the less shit you have to eat. A captain who would never embarrass himself or the boat. We had the true pleasure to talk to the stud of the sea himself, Captain Lee Rossback. Let's get this dog and pony show on the road. Please enjoy our interview with Captain Lee. This is Captain Lee from Below Deck doing the Above Deck podcast. And I have to tell you that I've been waiting for this invitation to come. And I would seriously be madder than a pissed on chicken if it didn't show up soon. Thank you to Stream to See for sponsoring this episode. Stream to See is a personal care company committed to making a difference. By choosing Stream to See, you're opting for safer skin care. And you're supporting a brand that prioritizes the environment from the ingredients they choose to the packaging they use. Sarah, I know you use their everyday mineral sunscreen all the time. Mm-hmm. One product I'm loving right now is the conditioning shampoo and body wash. It's the perfect three-in-one product that's perfect for traveling. Yes, I love that one too. And you know how I swim every day at high tide with friends? Yeah. They bought this big bottle of the shampoo and body wash that they keep on the dock. And we basically take dock baths with a hose (laughs) afterwards. And it feels good to know that we're using products that won't hurt the animals living in the salt marsh. For 10% off your order, go to stream2c.com and use code above deck. That's stream, the number two, c.com, and use code above deck. Uh, let's see. We hear you, Captain Lee. 
It's a good thing you couldn't hear me 30 seconds ago. <laughs> oh, did we just miss a goddamn it? <laughs> probably missed more than that. Darn it. I was so, just going to tell you, though, that your new website and merchandise look really cool. Well, thank you. It looks really good. Uh, we worked really hard on it, and it's kind of different. We did a silhouette with the glasses and a mm-hmm. couple of things. My wife came up with a uh, a good idea the other day. She said, why don't we just do a T-shirt with all of your, not all of your, but the, say, the top 15 Captain Lee saying. <gasps> yes. Oh, that's a great idea. That probably seller. not a lot of it probably wouldn't be good for public <laughs> consumption. You probably wouldn't want to wear it to church. Yeah, you could put asterisks and things. You know, people are pretty <laughs> casual with church these days. I think kind of loses the, something in the translation. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'd be perfect for BravoCon though. So, be in my best interest to let my assistant handle that. And- yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea. You're too important to be messing with that stuff. Definitely. Oh, I wish I, you flatter me, child. <laughs> That's okay. I enjoy well, being. This is a real um, pinch me moment to be interviewing you. We're very excited. So thank you so yes. much for taking the time. Well, I'm excited to our... finally be above deck instead of below deck. <laughs> yeah. I bet. I bet. <laughs> That's a new feeling for me. Definitely. Well, Does that mean I get treated like the primary? Yeah, can we get Absolutely. you anything? <laughs> Came prepared. Oh, all I right. was wondering, you know, it is 6.30 after all. So, so is, where are you guys located? Um, I'm in Charleston, South Carolina. I love and that place. I'm yeah. in Columbus, Ohio. Well. You're from you know, Michigan you originally. as much as Charleston? <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> I... I you know, being from Michigan and a U of oh, N. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was wondering if that might come up. We are Ohio, from Ohio. Ohio people are, are good, solid, hardworking, honest people. Yeah. Really, I, I just solid Midwesterners. Don't same like Michigan, ball. Indiana. Yes. That's indicative that whole area, that whole belt all the way through. Yeah, definitely. I would give preferential treatment when I would get resumes for somebody that was from any of those states up there. Oh, awesome. Because That's I know their parents did right by them and they taught them the right things. And That's right. Showed. And All they might have grown up detasseling corn in the summer, so they they know hard work. Yeah. Oh, they <laughs> might have. I can remember getting paid $3 an acre to uh, weed out the bean fields. Oh, my wow. gosh. That $3 would be an acre. Backbreaking. <laughs> Did I have an acre? But did I have a did I have a killer tan? Oh man. Well, Captain Lee, we're gonna be seeing you next week at nightcap and evening with Captain Lee. I Um, promise it will not be boring. Oh, we are not worried. So you've done some of these one man shows before, right? Just one. Okay. Okay. Well tell us once and I thought I was gonna go, all right, I'm just doing it once. Uh Uh-huh. That's it. And then when Bravo came along, and I have a friend that owns a resort and a casino out there. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you may recognize his name, David Siegel. Okay. Because oh, he was yeah. a charter guest. Yes. Oh, my And he God. also had a daughter that died from drugs. Oh. Uh, Victoria. Okay. And I said, Dave, I said, 
I said, I want to take my show to Vegas. I said, and I want to do it the day before BravoCon launches. Well, we are super glad because we didn't make it to your other show and we will obviously be at BravoCon. So we're very excited about the timing. I I logged in this the second it was available. We had to get this. (laughs) You guys are just so you know, we're about six rows back right there in the orchestra. So if you need a little touchstone during the show, we're right there for you. We'll be there. Kelly, I may need it. You never know. (laughs) I I got sick twice before my first one man show. Really? It would be nerve wracking. Yeah, when you sit there and you go like God, I hope I don't go out there and lay the biggest egg ever. <laughs> Not possible. <laughs> so, Captain Lee, will the audience get to ask questions? Absolutely. Oh, okay. Like we've got, we've got. I think we've got four games that we're going to play <gasps> that are going to be audience participation. Fun. And it's going to be different situations that are. Every one of them is going to be uncomfortable for me, <laughs> because it's going to require me to one be sober. <laughs> Two, okay. think on my feet or mm-hmm. on my ass, whichever, and uh, hope I come up with the right answers. Awesome! Oh my gosh, I'm very it's excited, gonna be awesome. Kelly. We're gonna have to think of our questions ahead of time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, of course, you we're gonna are, ask you like 20 you questions. Plot <laughs> right now. <laughs> I can see the wheels turning already. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Have you always had funny sayings for all of life situations? Like, were you a little kid saying things like, I'm madder than a pissed on chicken? I don't recall that specifically. (laughs) But I do remember one incident when my mom took me out to buy me a a pair of shoes. Mm -hmm. I was talking to the guy at the uh, who was behind the counter where you paid for your shoes, I guess. And I noticed he was like not being very nice. And I asked him why. And he told me, told me it was because I was an obnoxious little shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that was my first inkling that I may have said something out of line at that point. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. So it's been going on a long time. Yeah. I just said thank you and moved on. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. We have been loving watching you on Couch Talk with Captain Lee and Kate. Um, what Bravo show have you enjoyed watching the most? I have been, because lately I've been force fed a lot of Bravo. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean that when, you know, when your producer comes up and says, here's your lineup for next week and you've got, 17 shows you have to watch oh my gosh even without the commercials yeah still yeah. a lot to digest and it's not like i'm kate or it's not like i'm my like my publicist who who just photographic memory she hears it she stores it she's got it and she can tell you everything about every housewife going <laughs> back years <laughs> kind of like kate possess, i do not possess that skill just like kate mm-hmm. yeah and then I'm sitting there like the buffoon in the room. Stop. <laughs> and I'm trying to keep up. I thought you've I, done really well. I did, Kate, I did my homework and yeah. I've been paying attention. But like Kate I said, does, I don't do stupid. And some of those girls are just really stupid. It's really <laughs> fun to watch you watch them. So I, 
and Kate does such a good job of just simplifying everything and telling you in a sentence or two, like, okay, this is what was happening. And this, is what happened last season. And okay, this is the scene we're going to watch. And it's you just, remember the, the one where she was describing somebody's marriage and somebody's kids. <laughs> and it looked like their family tree just branched out everywhere. <laughs> yes. And I walked away from that conversation. Just, I was talking to myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I felt Kate, like I was I thought I was really reincarnating Laurel and Hardy who's on first <laughs> who's on first what's on second I did oh my gosh Ooh. that's so funny no he's on first what I don't no, know that's not on first third. who's on first <laughs> so Kate was really determined to make you a Salt Lake City fan did it work I think so all uh, right. Those ladies are wild. Because they have they have a couple of things that are really intriguing about that. Yeah. Like Mary Cosby. Yes. Why is she always skulking around? I know. Good just question. her facial expression. She's like sitting in the in the room while they're having the snowball fight and she's just <laughs> watching them. What are they doing? Well, I don't know. I know. I wish like she'd be doing. more involved. Looks like they're throwing snowballs at each other. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's yeah, but she's never she's never there for any group activities at all. No, she, she was better in her first season. She was much more involved. Although she, honestly, she was just in her house with her things, and did that she was get burned on on season one. Did she what? I don't know. Did she get burned on season one or something? To make um, her like I don't know. Oh, you know what? Sunshine? She did get along with Jen Shaw. Those two really butted heads. And then mm. you know, Jen Shaw went to prison and then Mary well, Cosby came that, back. That fucking took care of that shit, didn't it? <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> it did. And then when Mary God, was on it, Watch I don't what... like her, put her in jail. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> when Mary was on Watch What Happens Live a week or two ago, Andy asked her, mm. like, why did you come back? Because you don't really seem like you're enjoying yourself. And she mm. said to help you guys out obviously like she's just doing bravo a favor i didn't realize i was in the presence of such you know what's the word i'm looking for such well she well, does let me tell maybe. you this i think she has an over exaggerated sense of self-value I, yeah that's just a wee bit that's putting it delicately I, is, <laughs> I really don't give two shits if she's on there or not right amen because I can look at anybody standing on the sidelines. I mean, you yeah. see it at every football game you go to. <laughs> <laughs> so, Captain Lee, I just finished your book, which was really great. Did you and like it? I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, I used I thought lived... it was an easy read, but maybe gave some insight into kind of who I am. It did. And just the jobs that you had before you got into yachting. The, did you like... notice a pattern there? A pattern as far yeah. as your, oh, well, I guess risk-taking it, jobs, difficult yeah. jobs. Every job that I took to me was a challenge yeah. to force myself out of my comfort zone and do something that somebody else couldn't want to do or was afraid to do. Yeah. And that's, you know, when they say volunteer in the service and everybody else takes three steps back and you're the one left. That's me. Yeah. You know, send me up. I'll do it. 
I was scared just listening to you describe the welding on the water towers, like so high up in the air and the yeah, you'd we'd be out there on a ladder that was probably about as wide as my desk, which is about four feet. And you'd climb over the side and go down the ladder to the very bottom because you welded from the bottom up. Mm. And you're looking down at clouds and birds. That is it's that's just where so you, that's scary. where you spend your time until until they blew the lunch whistle. And the oh, only man. they knew you knew it was time to go to lunch was because they'd shut all the power off and your welding would stop. Your welding machine would stop. So oh, then wow. you'd, climb, you'd climb back inside the, the tower, mm-hmm. but you didn't want to climb down five, 600 feet to eat. So when you climbed up first thing in the morning, you took all your food and everything with you. And right. then, you, then you would have, you'd sit down, you'd have your lunch up there. My God. Wow. God forbid you should have to go to the bathroom. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh my <laughs> gosh. And you're like, you know, it's, it's a half hour, 45 minute project. Yeah. And you're just because you're not burning rods. Yeah. Terrifying. You know, can't help it. Got to go. <laughs> yeah. One thing I was surprised about is that you suffered from seasickness early I on did. in your career. For, for I also suffer from seasickness, but it just kind of went away for you, right? After well, some time. I kind of, I kind of took it head on. And it's just <laughs> like, because that's how bad I wanted to be a captain. Yeah. That's how bad I wanted to. I finally figured out what I want to be a little late in life. <laughs> 35 is a little old to be making career choices. You know, most people are like well-established in their career at that time. And, but not me. Yeah. And well, then when I found out I got glad. seasick, it just really pissed me off. <laughs> and so I was just at the point where, fuck it, I'm not quitting. Wow. It's everybody impressive. Else can, everybody else can deal with it, which yeah. they did by not wanting to do watches with me, which they wouldn't. <laughs> I didn't blame them. Yeah. I worked on research vessels for scientific research vessels for 12 years. Wow. And I so was you on. know what it's like out there. I do. And I worked offshore. So can't see land 40 to 100 miles offshore. Generally not terribly rough seas, but I was always seasick. So I was on Dramamine all the time. Really? And so wow. I did leave in my 30s to pursue a different career. So I desperately I wanted to be how there. Long did, how long did you stay out there? Until uh, seven oh, to 14 yeah. days, usually. It's plenty of time for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's been... a long time when you're sick. It yeah. is. Yeah. I, you know, I don't, not everybody can overcome it. Yeah. I think you said that in your book. Some people, it's like, you just never get over it. So we we're glad that you did. Where you, we used to have a guy where I docked my boat that if he'd step out on the dock, he'd get seasick. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, wow. my mom is like that. Well, Randy, it ain't moving. <laughs> You're not even on a boat. <laughs> it doesn't matter. So we have a few listener questions. All right. Dave asks, which below deck crew was the most challenging group for you? I think season one. Mm-hmm. Just because. And a lot of people may say like season eight, because we had Ashton and all the rest of that crap. I think it was eight or was it not? It was eight. Mm -hmm. And 
they weren't the most challenging. Season one was because none of us knew what we were doing. We were all flying by the seat of our pants. I'd never been on a goddamn television show. <laughs> right. And uh, people often ask, you know, what about the cameras? And this? I made a deal with the cameraman from Jump Street, just like, you guys have a job to do. I've got a job to do. Yep. I'm not changing the way I run my boat. I don't mm-hmm. expect, expect you to change the way you do things, but let's not be bumping into each other and, you know, that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. stay out of my way. Let me do my job. I'll do my best to stay out of your way and let you do your job. And if you get something that you want me to do and we can do it safely, I'll do it. I'll jump through all the hoops for you. Yeah. If it's not safe, I'm just going to be straight up tell you that's not something we're going to do. Mm-hmm. And don't argue with me about it because it's not going to be pretty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Holly wants to know what's on your bucket list. Oh God. You've done it all. I hope I live, live long enough to fulfill it all. <laughs> there's a lot of things. I love to travel. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of places, a lot of ports and stuff that I've yet to see. Um, I don't, other other than traveling and, and see some some different, there's a couple of boats I'd like to get my hands on that mm-hmm. are new cutting edge, just yeah. toys to play with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I went down to visit a friend of mine and that I that crossed this off my bucket list was go treasure hunting <gasps> under the what water. What kind of treasure? Sunken treasure from uh, <gasps> ships that sank in the 16th century. Oh my gosh, that's oh. cool. And my buddy Carl Allen, on the uh, a place called Walker's Key mm-hmm. in the Bahamas, and he acquired the rights to three hundred and fifty thousand acres of ocean bottom. Wow! To search, and they have found just incredible things. Oh. Just the other day, they pulled up like a ten foot cannon. Wow! And it was just in. He's obviously very wealthy. He bought his own island, right? But uh, and he's got. Unreal. A fleet, a fleet of boats. He's got his own submarine that they use for exploration. Wow. And I got, I got that off my bucket list. And we did like seven dives in a day. And they had these huge blowers that lower down into the water. They're like four or five feet in diameter and disperse mm-hmm. massive amounts of air. And they blow the sand away that's accumulated over mm. cool. a couple thousand years. Oh, wow. You know, we're going back to the 16th century. And so some of that stuff that they've dug up, he, he dug up a uh, a seven foot solid gold chain. Oh my, what? Seven yeah. feet. And now and he's he, walking he around up, wearing it every day. <laughs> he he d- opened and donated to the Bahamas. Oh yeah, that's Maritime awesome. Museum. Very in, cool. In Port Lacaya, which is kind of neat. And so to go down there and hang out with him and go diving looking for buried treasure was just like yeah wow. I feel like a I didn't find anything some pirate people like we were with, yeah some people that we were with found some neat stuff there's they're finding emeralds all the time what <laughs> oh, some of the stuff they find so cool. is so incredible and you sit there and you think where did this level of craftsmanship come from in the yeah. 16th century I know like how how did they we, do it we think we're good with all the technology we have these people didn't have that. 
that was all stuff that was handmade and handcrafted. Right. Really so neat. So that was one of my bucket list items. That's uh, cool. Here in if Charleston. If I ever could afford to fly into space. You would do that? Sign, sign me up. Of course you would. In a heartbeat. <laughs> no, thank Absolutely. you. That's so cool. Here if, in Charleston, people. If Elon do- Musk came up and said, Cap, you want to go for a ride? I'd go, hell yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, my gosh. In Charleston, we do river dives. So it's like blackwater diving and you look for like megalodon teeth and fossils. That's kind of our treasure diving. Are, it's uh, not. Those are tough. You got a lot of current. Yeah. you. I think you kind of have to time it with slack tide and you just feel around. Hope there aren't gators. <laughs> no, I'm out. <laughs> you can hear your buddy. You can hear their bubbles, but you can't see them. Nope. Wow. Nope. <laughs> that may not need to go on your bucket list though <laughs> no river diving <laughs> in south carolina okay yeah, i can think of you know i've been down the east river in new york and the stuff that's buried there i don't even want to know about <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to know no what are you most excited about at BravoCon? surviving <laughs> it's a, Same. a packed schedule packed schedule for you guys it is. And it's uh, one thing, it's not as scattered out as it has been in the past. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool. And uh, I think Vegas is is the right spot for it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who didn't check the calendar that they scheduled it the week before the F1. I rate. know. But like somebody screwed the pooch on that deal. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Without a doubt. Yes. Is there anyone that you're looking forward to meeting at BravoCon? Well, I'm always I'm always happy to see like my uh, Pat Atchell. I love seeing her. Yeah, she's her in my I town. Know. She's just a couple miles down the road from me. Yeah, we've we've developed a friendship over the years, and it's funny. She says she's got her idiots to deal with, and I have mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, actually. Yeah. Yeah. When you when you look at the boys, like you they're think they're going to grow up. Yeah, they're a real mess. Um, do you enjoy the panels at BravoCon and like the photo ops or is it just a lot to I take your picture? I think the thing that I enjoy most are the photo ops and they always piss me off because they always want to cut it short. They always want to hurry somebody out of there. Yeah. No, wait a minute. You're forgetting these people paid really good money to be here. Mm-hmm. And you're telling me I can't sit there and say hi, how you doing? How right. long have you guys been married, or something like that? Right. Yeah. And be a little sociable. Because mm-hmm. I know the meet and greets at my shows, I allocate three, four minutes for each person. That's so nice. The last so one, we had 130 people. Wow. So it took a while, but nobody left because they knew they were going to get some personal attention. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I think that's so cold and so rude when they just go. Your picture's over. Get out. Yeah. I guess some people just care about the picture, but it is nice to be able to connect with someone that you well, yeah, love they, watching. Yeah, want to have a conversation, I'm fine with that. But if they do, I'm happy to answer their yeah. questions for a few minutes. I love that. They spend a lot of a lot of effort to get where they're at and to be there. Mm-hmm. So I think they should be given a little more consideration. Yeah, I hear you. Um, we have some rapid fire questions for you. 
And the, some okay. of these are just like, yes, no. Um, okay. Besides Dolores, have you had other charter guests jump off the boat at night? No. Favorite show of the Below Deck franchise other than OG? <laughs> Probably Down Under. Okay. That's really good. Because yeah. I've wanted I've wanted to do Australia. I'd been pitching that idea to Bravo for years. Wow. I said we're missing out if we don't do the barrier reef and more exotic locations. I love the scenery. It's because we'd been we'd been all over the Caribbean. Yeah. Right. Right. You know, and so when we got to do Tahiti and Thailand. That, was, yeah, that cool. was cool. And you get to delve into different cultures and stuff. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. And Would the you... B-roll was fantastic. Yes. Yeah, it was incredible. That was really beautiful. I could watch that season again. Would you rather move back to Turks and Caicos or Gary, Indiana? Is that a real question? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess Turks yeah. and Caicos. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Um. Do you know that song, Gary, Indiana, from the Music Man? No, I don't. I'll sing a line of it for you. It goes, Gary, Indiana, Gary, Indiana, not Louisiana, Paris, France, New York, or Rome. No, not ringing a bell? No. Nope. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> well, that's the only reason. There Gary isn't Indiana. too much about Gary, Indiana, I'd like to remember. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> All right. So after one time, and it, and it's however long it's been there, it might have been uh, a good place to be from. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. Um, which below deck captain are you closest to? Hmm. Probably uh, Jason Chambers. Okay, he's such a good guy. He's yeah. he's been to the house. We've had him over for dinner, and we've had good conversations. Nice. He's a pretty stand-up guy. Yeah, I think so. Enjoyed his company. Who is the last below deck crew member that you texted? That I texted, uh, Carrie. Or no, texted. I no Connie. Oh, okay, gotcha. Connie today because she was going to come down for the boat show and we were going to go out and have a cocktail together. Her and I and Scott and Marianne. Oh, that's nice. I like her. She didn't make it down, but she's making plans to maybe come down tomorrow. Oh, we'll nice. For a little bit. Excellent. How often do you get recognized? Connie was a star. <laughs> she was she a was. star. She was, she was on the show. She was such a practical joker. <laughs> yeah. She brought her sewing machine with her. What? I don't. Yeah. They didn't. <laughs> I don't know why they didn't show this stuff. That's so weird. Machine with her. Well, what she did is she'd sit there and she'd watch the guys when they were like getting dressed. I mean, not for, for perversion <laughs> or anything like that, but she'd watch which leg they would put into their shorts first. <laughs> and then when they weren't looking, she'd go into their 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 cabins and she'd um, you know snag a couple of pairs of their uniform shorts. <laughs> and whichever leg they put in first. She'd sew the other one shut. <laughs> so when they go to put their foot in, they'd fall on their ass. And she laughed at them. That's, and then right when they yeah. thought they were safe, after they got that situation handled, they go put on their deck shoes and find out that they were filled with shaving cream. <laughs> <laughs> she had a thing for shaving cream, for sure. She was so, she was funny, but yeah. she was one of the hardest working people we've ever had on below deck. 
Oh, that's good. She was early on. What season was that? I think two. Two. Okay. And when we were in the Bahamas. Gotcha. We were freezing our asses off because that's Florida weather in the wintertime. Right. So it was like mid fifties. The water's cold as hell. Er, yeah. And I remember her going over the side. We were looking for lobster for dinner for the guests. And I think it was when Cynthia Bailey and Claudia Jordan were on board. Oh, yeah. And she had this big buck lobster pinned up under a a coral head, but he was hanging on Mm -hmm. tight and she couldn't break him loose. Mm -hmm. She'd come up and her lips were blue. Her teeth were chattering. Wow. And I go, Connie, I said, no. I said, get your ass in the boat. (laughs) And she goes, no, she says, I almost got him, Cap. I'll get him this time. And back down she went before I could snatch onto her and pull her up. Oh, my gosh. She came up and threw the lobster on the deck and said, done. She was determined. Oh, Oh, yeah. That's why I say Connie was a stud. She was. Yeah. Yeah. She was great. Do you get often recognized um, being from below deck? Yes, a lot. Like, can yeah. you even go to the grocery store without getting no. stopped? No, no. <laughs> I can't. I can't go to the drugstore. I can't go anywhere. Yeah. Wow. And it's your anonymity is gone forever. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'll be out washing my car. Uh-huh. <laughs> I still wash my own cars. Yeah. Nice. And somebody will be driving down the street, slam on the brakes, back up and pull in the driveway. <laughs> oh. oh, gosh. Okay, we're getting a little over the line here. Yeah, I yeah, but that's a little. If bit I'm out in public, I'm fair game. Right, no problem. Come on up. We'll get a picture. We'll chat for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. I don't have an issue with that. Yeah. But Do you ever wear in my house? I've had people follow me home. Okay, that's icky. <laughs> that's very yeah. icky. Do you ever wear well, a disguise? Help. I, I thought it'd be cute for me to. I had a license plate for years. It says Captain Lee on the back. Yeah. Oh. And it was never an issue until the show. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I remember I Captain you. Jason seeing your car parked and he took a little video. Yeah. And that wrote on my windshield because yeah. we were having construction done on the house. Yeah. And he wrote goat on the windshield. <laughs> yeah. That was cute. Dirt. Yeah, it was. It was funny. He was out getting his... Uh, God, he was he was up doing some exercising and stuff, and at a time of day when I used to be just getting in. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he's he's motivated. Okay, <laughs> last question: Would you rather be a one-legged man at an ass-kicking contest or eat someone's ass for dinner? Oh, eat somebody's ass for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> okay, way more enjoyable, especially <laughs> especially if they've definitely got it coming. <laughs> yeah that's i don't think i've ever fired somebody that didn't have it coming mm-hmm. and did i enjoy it when they did yes <laughs> i did I not it. feel any sense of remorse whatsoever because i can never re- ever remember terminating somebody that one guy there was one guy that i terminated that i really didn't want to but mm-hmm. i had to yeah um, and that was andrew sturvey Season two. I do not okay. remember him. He, he mm-hmm. lied on his resume. Oh, yeah. Some people say embellished. 
to me, embellished is another word for lying. Yeah. Yeah. So, and everybody loved him. Mm-hmm. But like, we're underway and he left the porthole in his cabin open. Oh, that's right. I remember this and guy. And we're underway and we're going to sink. Yeah. Because the crew quarters are underneath the water line. <laughs> water is just what pouring in. an idiot. Oh my gosh. Oy. Yeah, that's bad. Andrew, so- I said, exactly how much time have you spent on a boat? <laughs> that's when he passed up. Oh. And he's such a good kid. That's the only one I regret. Well, that was a good lesson for him, though. So, yeah, lie and it will catch you. Yeah, (laughs) don't lie. Well, everybody, go see Captain Lee at the Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino on November 2nd at 7.30. There are still some tickets available via Ticketmaster. There's also a link on your website, I believe. You can get the link on my website. CaptainLee.com. And I also have a new podcast out. Oh, yeah. Tell us about your podcast. It's called appropriately, I think, salty. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I love it. How has been? How has podcasting been for you? It's it's been difficult to get used to. Yeah, because I'm you know I'm just used to go you know going about my job on the boat and Mm -hmm. filmed and it it doesn't mean anything to me. But now all I've got is this microphone in front of me, and you realize that there's a lot of people listening to what you say, right? And you really don't want to screw up. Yeah, we get yeah. that. <laughs> it's easy. We always think, oh, we're just talking to each other. And then you see the numbers and you're like, oh, there's a lot of people listening <laughs> yeah, in a lot of countries. They're paying attention to what you have to say. Yeah. And that, that is one of the things that I guess you guys are used to. Or you just put it out of your head and you just go about your business. Yeah. Yeah. We and, don't really think about it too much anymore. Right. I don't know if we thought about some of the things we do, we probably wouldn't do much. Amen. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. I'm, so I'm getting used to that and I'm getting more comfortable with it. Yeah. Well, I feel like you're a natural storyteller, so it seems mm-hmm. like a good fit for you. I am just an old truth teller. There you go. An old salty truth teller. <laughs> yeah. So I thought the name of the podcast was appropriately named. Yeah, no, like it's it. really, it's really good. So do you have more couch talk coming up or is that kind of done for the season? It's done for this year, I believe, okay. but I think there will be more of that to come. Oh, that good. Is, I think it was a that's, hit. That's the hits, the hints that have been dropped. I had a lot of fun working with Kate again. I was just so, yeah. I was so bummed when, when she didn't get invited back. And I was just like, mm-hmm. you guys are really making a mistake. And outside of Frazier, we never had anybody that lasted more than one season. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, doesn't that tell you you screwed up? Right. Yeah. She was made for that role. She's really good. The first time she came, first time I met her and the producers had us all sitting at a restaurant overlooking the docks and uh i've got the producer in my ear mark cronin great guy mm-hmm. and he goes okay your your new stew your new chief stew is coming walking down the dock he said grab her before she gets to the boat and bring her up to join and meet everybody because i had all the crew there 
I said, you got it, boss. And then about 45 seconds later, he goes, Cap, he says, what are you doing? I said, I didn't see anybody that even resembled a chief stew walking down the dock. <laughs> and he said, she's got her back to you right now. And I look and here is this beautiful blonde. Well, I couldn't tell from behind, but from what I saw there, she looked pretty good. Mm -hmm. And she's perfectly quaffed. Yeah. And I said, that's my chief stew. And he goes, yes. And I hollered out to her and she turned around and she looked like a charter guest. Yeah. Yeah. That's how well she was dressed. And she had this little stroller bag behind her. And I thought she was getting on another boat. So no, he says, that's your chief's too. I said, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I wow. said, I don't believe it. I said, you could have told me. <laughs> right. I just let her blow right on by. <laughs> she she did look like a charter guest. She looked great. Yeah. And I thought, she still does. I've never had a chief that look like that. They come, they usually come walking down. They've got, you know, a, 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 what do they call those shirts? Like a golf shirt? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like a polo. polo shirt. Yeah. A polo and yeah. a skirt. Right. Tech shoes. Not Kate. Had her hair done up, had a nice <laughs> scarf on, pencil skirt. Looked yeah. nothing, nothing like a chief stew. I feel like <laughs> she kind of started something because now the crew members really kind of make an arrival, especially the women on below deck like walking down the dock and i'm like i would not look that good after however long i traveled right they, i'm glad to see that somebody's paying attention and they take a page out of, out of uh kate's handbook because yes. having her on board was it was after we got to know each other a little bit which was a we had a rocky start and then there wasn't any task i could give her that I had to worry about or be concerned about. She would deal with it and mm -hmm. get it done. And it was perfect. Yeah. And so that was such a huge load off of my plate mm -hmm. that I didn't have to, I didn't have to be concerned with it. Yeah. She really and was the so, total package as far as hard worker, great yeah. reality TV star, good, yes. um, like a good narrator too. It, and it would, I would laugh my ass off so much because she wouldn't salt somebody. <laughs> and they'd never know what happened. And, yep. and you're sitting there, you're going like, oh. <laughs> I would just laugh my ass off. Just did it with a smile. And she'd just on carry on like, like nothing happened. Mm -hmm. I love um, that. Crazy, crazy wit, extremely quick. And razor sharp tongue. Yes. I always said, if you're going to get into a pissing contest with Kate, bring your A game. Yeah. Or just don't. <laughs> yes, that's better advice. <laughs> don't, because I don't think your A game is going to quite cut it. Yeah. Yeah, she's something else. Well, she this is. has been so fun. We don't want to take up too much of your time. No, it's and not a problem, Sarah. We'll see you. Uh, let's see. Today's friday we'll see you next thursday yeah next thursday night in vegas and then we'll i'm sure we'll see you at BravoCon too i will be there and i'll be pissed if you don't come up and say hi 
We will. We will definitely do that. All right. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great night. Been an honor and a pleasure. Thank you. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. That's it for this episode of Above Deck. Thank you to everyone at Herdat Media and Captain Lee's team for setting this interview up for us. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to tell a friend and rate and review us five stars only. Please follow us on Instagram at Above Deck Pod. You can always email us and leave us a voice memo at AboveDeckPod at gmail.com. And you can watch our episodes on the Herdat Media YouTube channel. Until next time, I'm Kelly Busby. And I'm Sarah Goldman. Thanks for joining us.